Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast, where we talk about what really matters for you and your own health and fitness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sasha. And each week we'll come to you with a no-nonsense topic, which will make you challenge your own thoughts and ask, are we still here? Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And let's get to today's pod. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 52. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! So Jess and I are in the same room, um, <laughs> which uh, has only happened once on pod. We are in my room in Manchester because we're having a little day today. Um, so yeah, we just thought we'd do episode 52 in person. In real life. I know. You made it sound then like we've only met once in real life, but we have met more than once. No, we met, we've met more than once. Um, but today's pod is going to be a little bit on um we're going to touch on a topic that uh my coach and me had on our call on monday which we thought was just super interesting when it comes to choosing a coach um i was also saying to him that a lot of the time september is a really busy in our a busy time in our world because people have come back from holidays and kind of everyone's getting back to normality and that's when you know a lot of people do tend to think about uh, hiring someone in our industry um so if that's the case then people are going to be doing that why does relatability seem to be such a massive like um what's the word jess like a a reason for choosing yeah yeah. such a focus for choosing someone um i know that i've heard it many times um oh you know like sasha wanted to work with you because i find you really relatable and i never really like thought about what that means and why it's being used it's like the what the actual connotations behind that are because mm. you just go oh that that's nice and then you're like what does it what? it's not necessarily a positive or a negative thing no. at all it's just like digging a little bit deeper and that's what we wanted to discuss on the call today yeah from both a point of view of if you've got a coach like what what sort of factors do you um think of yeah. when you think about them that makes them relatable or made that made you choose them yeah and in the same way as from a client who hasn't got a coach or you're looking at other people or even the people you follow on Instagram mm. or social media, like why do you like following them? What makes them worthy of being in your, <laughs> in your feed? <laughs> worthy, I love that. So, question Jess, do you think that coaches should be relatable or do you think that a coach should be, what's the word, um... Uh, aspirational or uh, some uh, a role model or someone to look up to no, not necessarily I do feel like we, we've said this before whereas mm. sometimes the way that a coach lives their life mm-hmm. can be admir- admirable or yes. inspirational for some people for some, because yeah. they look up to that and think I would like to get there mm-hmm. for example um, maybe somebody who starts training with you or I yeah. looks to us and says oh, I would love to get to a point where I just train yes. four times a week and it just comes so natural yeah, and it doesn't and feel it. hard work. That's quite maybe aspirational for them because that's a place that they would like to get to. Yes. However, it's a, there's a really fine line, I think, on certain yeah. things because that, I see there's no problem with that because no, that's a quality that they look at and they go, I would like that for myself. What is that going to take for me to get there? Etc. Mm-hmm. etc. Et but if someone's looking at to you and they think... I want to look like you, or I want to, mm. I want to be the type of person who um, is as relaxed around food mm. as you are because um, you just seem to have it all together, or whatever it might be. That's a different story. Yeah, that's interesting because I've actually had that exact thing said to me once, and um, it took me aback a bit because we also have no idea, like from the outside in. You and I may look like we've got our shit help, together. But honestly, behind closed doors, I'm not saying it is, but you never know. It could be an utter, you know, car crash. Mm. And th- I'm sure there's many people out there that obviously uh, social media has given everyone it, it's given everyone the ability to be famous and show like certain parts of of their world and like YouTube channel, like channel. Isn't it bizarre when you think about it? Like random people have have tv channels about their life and millions of people watch them when they're not necessarily doing anything special but i just think as creatures we are all we're all voyeurs we yeah. love to watch other people 
Yeah. And we can't even help I can't, it. I can't either, and I can't help But it. it's even like, you know, like with Instagram stories and stuff, sometimes yeah. when I think, when I put stuff yeah, up, I'm yeah, like, yeah. no one's going <laughs> to no care about the fact that, like, where I am or what I'm doing. Yeah. But people do. People, people watch do. it. People are like, like, because I think about maybe some of the people I follow, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not necessarily taking loads of information no. for it, but I'm just like, that's interesting. They've been there or whatever. So it's weird, isn't it? I do it? think we are just, like, creatures of... I don't know, just nosy. And we do, like, like we, this is what I find weird. So, you know, like, kids love watching other people play computer games. Yeah. So if you have a, you know, kids yeah, are obsessed, yeah, right, they're obsessed with iPads, and they would look at the iPad, and then quite often you say, oh, what are you watching? Um, and they're watching someone else play a game. They're not playing but the game. But if he watches other kids or adults yeah. play Minecraft. Yeah, there you go, right, and it's huge at the minute, and... But then I was like, that's ridiculous. Why don't you just play it yourself? And then I was like, hold on a sec. And then I saw a meme, obviously. <laughs> There's a meme for everything. And it was a guy that basically said, he said to the kid, like, why don't you just, why would you watch someone else play a game when you can just play it yourself? And he, the little kid went, don't you watch football? And he was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it, that's true. And then some, like, entertainment. Yeah. I love, like, fashion and, 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 like, that kind of stuff. And... I have got into this awful habit of watching like what other people buy. I I'm not gonna buy it. Like I holes, love yeah, yeah, like not like the fucking Sheehan holes, like slave labor vibes. But like, I love watching like what other people get. I don't want it. Mm. I don't want to buy it. And I don't know. I can't explain that to you. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Yeah. I don't want to be that person. I don't find that person relatable. Like yeah, that doesn't. I don't care. That's not why I'm watching mm. it. I just like watching other people do things that I like doing. <laughs> it's so weird. It's or or just... maybe that I would love to, you know, if it's like designer or like stuff that I, that I could no way afford. Maybe I'm watching it to be like, that would be nice. See how the other half works. Yeah, but maybe that's why people watch fitness people. Because they're like, uh, I love watching this morning routine thing has come up, hasn't it? Where like, oh my God, this. Do people actually do this in the morning? Yeah, do people set your camera up on the opposite side of the room and then wake up like, Wait, they're oh. bad. It's so bizarre. But people, I think, people like watching lifestyles that they maybe aspire to have one day. Yeah, yeah. And by watching it, they're almost like immersing themselves in a, in a small experience. part of it. And then maybe thinking, oh, the more I watch it, the more maybe I will be able to do it one day. Yeah. It's so weird. I can't explain it. But I, I I, do think there's an element of, it's a, just a form of entertainment, isn't yes, it? Yes, it so is. Like you say, oh, it's just like you're watching football. Yeah. Matt, watches lo- Matt watches loads and loads of golf yeah. YouTube videos. Like, his routine yeah. in the morning is he gets up, he has, like, we go for a walk, mm. comes back in, makes coffee, puts a golf YouTube video on. And I'm like, do you not get enough of it? <laughs> like, it's like, but like Matt is like that. He like when he's into something, he's yeah, so into really it. So like into he it. watches it where it's like it is entertainment because it'll be like um, whoever's channel it is like walking around with football managers. So it's almost like his two right, passions okay. aligned, and it's like a bit of like entertainment in that way. Yeah. But then also there's some sort of golf tip in there, maybe I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. Weird, but he it? absolutely loves it. But then I also think we're we're in this place now in the world where we never had that before. No, it's almost just like. A behind the scenes thing that nobody ever got so if you think about that those lifestyle vlogs and stuff yeah it's like <laughs> I, I i just oh my god just, just watch my day and be like is that it <laughs> it's quite boring that like i'm yeah. like yeah i don't i don't really i just uh i just get up yeah go for a walk sit my laptop for quite a lot of long yeah. time and but then, then i think that's interesting sometimes like i saw on um tiktok the other day it was a, a pt and it was like PT day in the life and she's like this is genuinely my day I'm not adding anything into it this is this is just it and I watched it and I was like that sounds about right like yeah. it looks pretty normal and people come in and like oh is this is I this thought it would be more yeah. like this and it's like what no but to be honest like any career like let's think of a career that you and I have nothing like know nothing about I don't know a forensic scientist I don't know any forensic <sighs> scientists do you no but I would I would love to watch their day in the life absolutely like, but I bet they're like you think it's gonna be like blood splatter and yeah. going to like crime scenes and stuff but and that's what I think people think what we do is just fucking go go to the gym all yeah. day like, oh you get to train all day good for you I'm like you're kidding me yeah. I literally have to join a separate gym because I have no time to train yeah. when I'm at work yeah it's mad it always makes it? laugh you know when you say to someone I'm a coach and they're like oh you must be fit and you're like doesn't stop necessarily. <laughs> well, but <laughs> you should say that. <laughs> that's what I'm not. <laughs> not that, yeah. 
Can you say that? I'm an absolute mess. Um, no, but there has been times in my in my life as a coach where I've not been in a healthy way because I've been working so much. Yeah, I think it was Emma Story Gordon said that the other day. Like, if your business has got to the point as a PT where you can't look after yourself because you've not got time, you, there's, there's something happened. Something yeah, happened. Boundary. And I think everyone maybe goes to yeah. that point when you're maybe, younger. Yeah, yeah. I think. I yeah. think when you first start, you take everything you can get. Because you're so keen to build up your you're business. You're so keen to build up your business, yeah. You're just like, I need everything. I need, look, oh, I've got all this business. I need this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, yeah, but now you, like, haven't eaten in three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have woken up at 4 a.m. to be at the gym for half five. And then you go to bed at uh, 11 because you were at the gym till 10. You're like, I actually can't. Like, no. I actually can't even um, relate to the old me that used to get up I can't so relate early. to the old me. Like, I, I used to get up at, like, quarter five every morning. And I'm like, hey. Hey, what are you doing then? <laughs> I don't know what my laptop just made. It's Funny noise, guys. You may have uh, you may have squeak. Heard that. Um, uh, but, yeah, so relatability in that sense yeah. is, um, I think we all just like to look at what everyone else is doing. Yeah. But when, you, when it comes to the coaches, so, so from a coaching point of view, what would you like somebody Ooh. to be thinking when they say, oh, Sasha, like, you, oh, you're really relatable. That's why I chose you as my coach. And that's not me. That's not you trying to be big headed or anything. That's just like what, what I would like. What, yeah, what, yeah, what, okay. what you would like that interpretation to be. So first of all, I, I want to portray or maybe when I was more like lively on, on social media before, like. I never wanted to portray something that I was purposely putting on for mm. the camera, which obviously I didn't do. But I think that's that's. Oh, I don't know. I, I think it's obvious that when someone's genuine and when someone's yeah. not. Yeah. Oh my god. There's some so also obvious. some really good actors out there. Yeah. So. Exactly. And I remember a client that I've trained now. When I first started, she she said to me, she was like, I don't know. You just seem to have it all together. And I remember asking her, like, okay, so that's interesting. What made what's made you think that? And she was just like, oh, I don't know, like. Um, like your emails and stuff and I'm like what do you mean she's like well you write them and I'm like <laughs> what right but it's what's that, that got to that's just part of my job it's, it's, like, actually, it's like you do it answering emails for example but it's actually fake news because you've got a ghostwriter. <laughs> imagine imagine <laughs> you've oh actually God. got Dan slaving away <laughs> I actually do share it with Dan and he does um <laughs> do the spell check for me Um, and then believe it or not one of them was your stomach's flat and I was like what has that... Why is that relatable? That's strange. Uh, why does that mean I've got my life together? It's like... It, it, it's these things that people... People see, I think, or want to relate to. Um, organize, organization. Um, happiness. Health. Health. Money. Yeah. Relationships. Um, relationships. So, uh, I've had people make jokes... Uh, well, uh, well. If if you're a friend of mine, you know me for a while. You know that in my twenties, I had terrible luck with with relationships. <laughs> like fucking, that's a that's for another podcast with a, with a whole different title. But when I met Dan, obviously, you know it's very good, and we we have a really great relationship and everything, and and it's just really really nice and easy. And I remember my friend said to me like, "Oh, of course your relationship's gonna be perfect and whatever," because from what they see, they assume that everything is perfect. And I thought about that. I was like, "Am I?" What am I doing that's making people say this? Because I have no idea. Um, but I wouldn't want people to hire me because they think that my life's perfect. What a terrible reason. Yeah. That's a terrible reason yeah. to hire someone. Me and Matt always say, like, you never know what's going on behind closed you doors. Never, honestly, you never know. One of my clients said to me the other day that her friend said that they saw a couple online and they were like, oh, I want that. It's like, want what? Yeah, what? What, what is that? Mm. What You don't know... They could take that picture and then the camera goes off and they could swear at each other, mm. tell each other to fuck off, like not even speak to each other the whole night. You gotta be really careful with stuff like that. And um so I didn't want that, obviously. I wouldn't want anyone to, to, to do that. But what I think people find me what I think I think I, they see me as someone who lives a really, really normal life and fitness is there rather yeah. than fitness Lululemon wearing uh -huh. even though I do wear Lululemon <laughs> damn it <laughs> rather than like like active wear everything I do yeah. and carry a smoothie around with me and protein shakes all the time and 
gym in the morning, like crack of dawn before work. And if then... anything, your <laughs> your resistance to things that contain protein upsets me because like, you'll put, uh, you'll put on your story something tastes like, like you'll put on your story something like this yogurt tastes like shit, and I'm like, hey, I've got that yogurt in my fridge. Like I'm like, I actually have that Those yogurt. yogurts. Are yeah. a crime. No, they're not. That's what yogurt in prison would no, taste it like. <laughs> it is like. Imagine you've got a really nice certain yogurt. Certain one, certain flavours. Find it, it for it. me and I'll do a taste test and I guarantee it will taste like sand. <laughs> so dry. It's like to the point where like my tongue is dry. Yeah, it's just the texture of the yogurt. It's like it's Greek not. yogurt tastes different to natural yogurt. Yeah, but no yogurt tastes as shit. <laughs> people are like, oh, it's a great snack, and I'm like, who it said that? It is a great that? snack. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not loving it. No, but but I think that comes from growing up in my early twenties to mid. It's all I would allow myself to have. Yeah. If I had chocolate and it didn't have protein in it, it would be it would be bad. If I had yogurt and it wasn't either fucking not percent Greek yogurt or um, those protein yogurts mm-hmm. or whatever, protein puddings, fucking that shit ice cream that's protein. Like, if it had protein had in it, one, you know. Oh my god, it's it's a crime again against something as delicious as ice cream. And it's like, and it weighs like nothing. Mm. I think I did, I did an email ages ago. This is like one of my first oh, ones where I was just that. like trying to be funny. But it was, <laughs> but it was quite funny. And I said, it, it, it weighs less than a new kitchen sponge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is in there? Because it's just air and it. it's yeah. honestly rancid. And the ingredients as well. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Um, but that's what. I must have portrayed like, oh guys, look at this. Oh, um, I found this, and it was like all I would allow myself to have, and I wouldn't want that. So yeah, I think that these days, not the old me, um, people see. I would like to think that people see like a really normal person mm. with fitness just on the side, and I think the people who come to me is that's kind of what they want. They don't want this identity stuff. Like they don't want to be like that girl, like Jim fucking is everything or boy or whatever um which is why i think that or why i would like to think that people would find me relatable Mm. what do you think about like the the big big influencers then who've got like millions of followers like what do you think is the attraction for people in that sense do you think it is that aspiration people like looking at pretty people Mm. look at love island not that i watch it um they are um what's the word the epitome they are a, a, like what, um uh like attractiveness but i don't want to say it no, obviously it's attractiveness what's, it's what's is socially subjective. acceptable yeah. isn't it um conventional yeah yeah conventional attractiveness in this day and age is um slim or athletic looking six pack and wide shoulders for a man t- small waist bum boobs for a woman um makeup done hair done what gets me is the, is the again I've not watched it for mm-hmm. years I think I maybe watched the early series but it's like I do not look like that by a pool no I, I am literally like my factor 50s dripping off my nose <laughs> <laughs> I've got white a hat on <laughs> yeah. one of those rash vests <laughs> <laughs> wear your rash vest in the pool you just yeah, yeah okay but it's people love and you know what? I I don't watch it like I just said, but I admit in the past, like I used to. Now you look back and it's like a, a massive red flag. But I used to love America's Next Top Model or Britain's mm. Next Top Model. One because I like looking at the clothes. I like looking at. Um, I liked fashion, obviously. And that's Have you seen like the early like the? Is it like the early noughties ones where it's like how bad they were? Tyra, is yeah, so like Such so bad. Like, there's literally a woman who's a size ten, and she's like, mm, she's a bit fat. <laughs> Yeah, awful. Oh, like, literally, like, has a go at her about her hips. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, excuse me, she's like, we really have to do something about these hips. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) There was actually a a whole thing came out where this this woman was actually, um, it was America's Next Top Model, not Britain's Next Top Model, and she was abused as a child, and basically she told the producers, and then she said she didn't want it mentioned on the show, and they basically tried to persuade her to want to mention it, and she was like, look, this has got nothing to do with my modelling career. I don't want to talk about it. Um, I literally do not consent to you talking about mm. me being abused as an infant. And um, and then when they were on the after show where everyone gets in and there's Tyra and everything, they brought it up. That's so bad. On TV, on live TV. So it's not as if they could edit it. It was live and she obviously panicked. And um, they were just like, but that would never happen now. Well, I, I fucking hope not. 
I don't know. <laughs> it's so bad, but Tyra Banks, obviously, I think she was probably cancelled. Um, uh, yeah, but I think, yeah, like you were saying, I think we like looking at pretty people doing things that we wish we were doing. Yeah. Like, um, Steph, uh, her, is her last name Fit? <laughs> <laughs> Steph underscore Fit. <laughs> I think it's, I think she was christened Steph Fit. <laughs> she's like insanely, insanely hot, and she's made herself like there's there's memes that have been made like this could be us, but I'm normal or whatever. Um, she trains, yeah, but she does what most people do, and you know you see her doing goblet squats, like some deadlifts. But why do why do ten million people watch her? And then there's someone doing the exact same thing and a thousand yeah. people watching them. It's not fucking rocket science. Mm-hmm. People want to look at her and that she sells a lot of guys. She's got like rippled eight pack, which is very rare for a woman. And yeah. it must be genetic. Um, hard work, huh? You know, you know, all that hard work, whatever. Um, but it's, 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 all, it's all on a scale, isn't it? So I'm trying to think about the other person um, who I'm thinking of is, um, what's she called? Meg. Do you know who I'm Meg. Meg. Uh, she is like a str- super strong woman. She is it like Meg. I'm gonna. I can't get a signal. Meg. Uh, what is she? Young, old, blonde, brunette. Uh, brunette. She is like plus size. She's super strong. She um is massively into like powerlifting. I don't know. I can't find her. But anyway, she um, has like a really large following, mm-hmm. and again, probably from a different type mm-hmm. of person because it's like they're relatable to her, etc., yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera. But she's got she's got millions of followers, well, yeah, like massively, yeah. But it's, it's so all... interesting, isn't it? Like, do I wonder if the same people who follow Steph follow Meg in the, for the same almost aspirational reasons? Mm. It's so it's do you so think weird as well, that though, world. Do you think it's like even? the people who follow us fit a certain convention. Mm. If, for example, we lined up all of our followers or all of our clients, mm-hmm. do they fit a certain, like, criteria? Not necessarily mm. of, like, one thing, but, like, a couple of bullet points. Do you know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. I would actually, I mean, people will probably forget this question, but if you are listening to this and you follow fitness people on social media, which probably I'm guessing you do, can you please... <laughs> Message us and tell us why. Yeah. Because I because because Jess and I are fitness people, I guess. I'm sure we probably follow less fitness people than mm. the people listening than you guys because it's like we kind of want to get away from it almost because it, it it's well I know I do like because it's your my job and I have to you know think about it all day which I love that's fine but. When I'm like on social media, I don't really want to look at that because otherwise I feel like I'm becoming consumed by it, and mm. I'm just like I don't want to see that's people's why, workouts. That's, ah, that's why I've got a personal page as well as my business one. Yeah, I'm like but like on oh, this one, just to ignore everything about. Other yeah, things. so when I, you know, I like watching um, fashion stuff, uh, uh, cooking. I love watching cooking, funny memes and stuff. But it's very rare that I will find myself looking at fitness people because those people are not relatable to me. No, at all. Because I think that if, if you show everything on your social media to do with fitness, then it's probably like an identity thing or a profession thing. Um, but I don't find that relatable, so I'm not going to look at it. But you guys... Um, if it's an interest do. in yours, just like yours is fashion, then yeah, it's fitness. Yeah, exactly. So, if you do, please let us know. Why, or maybe think about the people that you follow fitness-wise, why do you follow them? And I wonder if one of the answers is relatability mm. so interesting isn't it so we were saying about um asp- uh, should we be aspirational as coaches and um this is what me and mass in fact i'll read out his thing because um we were talking about it and then he said i'm gonna a post incoming or something <laughs> and he made a good point so um where is it craig Craig, my God, has he removed it? Talk. Oh. <laughs> I swear he posted, didn't he? Did not just say relatable. I can't get 
Okay. Oh, got it. I got it. I was like, he's removed it. Now it's really awkward. (laughs) Okay, so... We believe being relatable as a coach should refer to personality and nature, authenticity and trustworthiness, ideally from someone who upholds the values and behaviours consistent with solid health and fitness principles that you, the client, wishes to pursue. So yes, good sleep, eating well, exercising, Mm. balance, having a few drinks maybe if that's what you like to do, Um, not restricting social occasions training hard in the gym but then have spending time with your other half um doing basically normal things and and but having fitness in there as something that just makes those things better and mm. and I think that's what relatability should be and then because this is quite kind of what I think I used to do being relatable as a coach is not in capitals Someone who gives the green light to your currently poor behaviours by championing their own shit show in some strange reverse virtue signalling display only to deem it normal in a mutually apathetic cuddle. So it's essentially like, I know that back in the day, years ago, um, everyone was, I even had a food Instagram, like everyone would message me and just be like, do you ever stop eating? (laughs) Because that's all I used to show. Mm. Look at my dinner. Look at this. Mm. Look at this. Me and Simon are at Bar Burrito having this fucking burrito the size of my head. Like, he was like, Is, do you do anything else but eat? And at the time, people used to contact me and be like, oh, you know, I'd, I find you really relatable. And I, and looking back, it might have been like, oh, so you can eat all that stuff. Yeah. You, Sasha goes to... Um, all these restaurants and goes to um, Moose Coffee and has like a stack of pancakes after the gym and like, oh my god, so you, this is what I like doing and you can do it because, you know, she looks quite strong and, and really happy and looking back, I think that's what relatability meant then. Yeah, but you didn't necessarily, it's, it's difficult isn't it because you maybe don't, again, have the awareness to realise what contribute, no. how you contribute into people's lives but like knowing what we know now and how it's still so present is the what I eat in a day videos mm-hmm. and how people still care so much about those. It's like, like, like Sasha and I could eat mm-hmm. exactly the same <laughs> yeah. and we would still be different yeah. because it's just like, again, it, it doesn't, doesn't come down to that. So you seeing somebody post mm-hmm. all their food on Instagram mm-hmm. is, and again, it's always one of those reasons that I was really hesitant because I was like, well, People will see this and they'll probably be like, either that's not enough or that's too much. Oh my god! Honestly, if you ever post one of those or see the comments, you ne- you can never please everyone. No, someone like that's too much. That's too much. That's too little. Uh, why that's do you eat? Right. That's junk food. That's yeah, not that's healthy. True. Oh my god! You eat. Uh, oh, oh, I can't even afford a carrot. It's yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, well, we said before. It's a race to the bottom, isn't it? Yeah, it's always a race. On honestly, on what I eat in a day videos. Also, I think the most prominent ones are it's hashtag i'm just gonna see if i can find how many there are what i eat in a day hashtag oh my god how many on tiktok how many how many videos do you think are hashtagged what i eat in a day well Um, w-i-e-i-a-d and the first ones are my stomach at 11 a.m versus 11 p.m fucking hell how many let me have a a guess what that hashtag is are you naturally more bloated because you've got more food in your stomach. Did you put food inside and now you are bigger? Oh, just like <laughs> if you had an empty bucket and then you filled it with food and you weighed it, oh, let me guess, it would weigh more. Um, I'm going to guess 2.5 million. <laughs> 1.2 billion. Oh, my God. 1.2 billion. That's awful. And that's hashtag. That's not even videos. So that's more. And then, so let's, and then, now let's go on um, calorie... Deficit. <laughs> <Okay>. <gasps> more? Try four times more, exactly. No. Billions? 4.8 billion. 4. Po- <laughs> Somewhere. 4.8 billion. <laughs> Somewhere, James, Cl- uh, James, James Smith. James Smith is like fuming that he didn't copyright that. <laughs> I bet he's fuming that he didn't copyright that. That's another one as an example. Oh. So. He talks openly about doing recreational drugs. Mm-hmm. I reckon, like, a lot of his audience will gravitate towards him. Mm-hmm. Who, again, you like you say, oh, well, if he's saying it's mm-hmm. okay, then I'll... And he looks like that. And he's successful. And sometimes it's not even about looks, is it? 
And the thing is, do what you want. It's every, everyone's life. Like, you can. Mm-hmm. But, like, again, there's... Um, everyone's got a sort of barometer of mm-hmm. what they view as healthy. As a hit... Uh, as a... As a fitness professional, as a, <laughs> as a fitness professional, uh, everyone's will look a little bit different as well, won't they? Like again, like we said, we, we Sasha and I might get a, another coach look at mm. what we do and go, "Oh my god, you eat bread!" <laughs> like, and we're like, "Yeah." And you what? eat chocolate buttons every day. Yeah. Oh my god, you don't train to one rep max. No. No. Oh my god, you don't do uh, like high uh, time trial yeah. high intensity. <laughs> no. No. It's like so again. Everyone, you've got to remember there's different coach for different things. Like mm-hmm. again, and this is why our values might attract other people mm-hmm. because they seek what we do as, yeah, that's the type of version of health that I would like to achieve. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? I can't believe four point eight billion. That's a lot. That is so. That is mental. Mm. And okay, I'm gonna do one more, which I just think is probably gonna shock us the most, or maybe. Um, the word I'm going to look at, guys, is diet. Hashtag. No, sorry, weight loss. <gasps> right, let's just, just a reminder. What was the first one I did? What I eat in a day. Yeah, it was like... 1.2 billion uh-huh. videos. And that, no, sorry, not even that. Hashtags. And then what's the second one? Calorie deficit. Cal- 4.8 Billion. Calorie fucking deficit. No, just calorie deficit. Okay. okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I said that you should have trained. Still though, he still kind of put that normal saying on the map. Yeah, yeah. Weight loss, Jess. How many hashtags? I don't know. Twenty. Fifty point eight billion. That's mad. Fifty point eight billion. That is. uh, What's his name? Amazon man. Jeff Bezos doesn't even have that many pounds. It's a lot. And again, though, speaking of... Dollars, whatever. So, relatability in that instance, people are probably putting that as a hashtag because they want to be... Uh, they want to seek out connection. I think that's it, right? That's what it comes down to, to me, that. is people want to feel connected. So, I think when people say about relatability, mm-hmm. they may be saying, I want to feel connected to you in some way shape or form and if mm-hmm. you think about like our basic needs as humans connection connection is one yeah. of them like it's one of the foundations mm-hmm. and if people are seeking that from a coach and want to feel connected because they're like i feel either aligned in your values uh i aspire to have certain mm-hmm. areas of my life similar to yours or i um i'm inspired by what you know mm-hmm. and i want to understand more yeah cool great that's fine and then if you look at those instances of people hashtagging and stuff, it's like they want to be um, relatable to other people and join that, like, community and clan. Yeah, like, so I'm, I'm going hashtagging this. this. Yeah. I'm sharing my experience. Can you also weigh in on this and mm-hmm. be like, yes, I've been through something similar. You're doing an amazing job. And like, if you think about... I don't even know when I search hashtags, really. I no, don't I, really... I don't. I never do, really. No, I don't... The only time I ever probably use them is if, like... On location, yeah. maybe sometimes when on location, like I'm an actor. On location, yeah. <laughs> on location, darling. Um, yeah, you're right. It's a it's a connection community. Um, you want to find people like you know your people who are doing the same thing, and but I just think that that's astonishing mm. because as we always say, Jess, it's like yeah, that kind of stuff matters, and it matters to us as humans, but it's not going to be there forever gone and then what and then you're fucking looking on tiktok at 50.8 billion videos like uh, oh my god that's actually insane that's actually insane that's a bit of a shocking number actually um so it's summer like we said at the beginning september tends to be busy for people and this is just from years in the industry. It just so it happens, everyone's it going, happens like, like kids yeah. are back to school. It's like people get back into a routine. It happens like every a, year. It's like a bit of a weird fresh. It's like the second January yeah. of fresh starts, isn't it? It is, yeah. And I actually prefer the September because yeah. January is depressing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it does tend to be quite a busy time in the gym. For example, that I work in September's always the busiest. It's always the busiest. People back, kids are back at school routine people like oh god i've just had a summer of you know 
doing so whatever. So many social events, There's, weddings, holidays. It's like that September to like November time can mm-hmm. be a little bit quieter for people, mm-hmm. which is why I think they can then see themselves yeah. doing something. Because weirdly, like November's also really busy in our job. Um, so if you are looking or you think you might be in September looking for, for someone to hire, um, holler at your girls. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> but I also think that relatability, don't look at what someone's doing and think, oh, if I work with that person, then I might be more like that person because Jess and I can tell you that that's incorrect. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is incorrect. Um, and we obviously recommend that you don't go and buy a guide from someone who looks fantastic because, again, with these guides, sometimes I think, oh, you bought that guide. Oh, how was it? Oh, yeah, it was all right. When was the last time you did it? Mm, long pause. Long pause, awkward silence. Um, they don't last. Um, but they're not... They're not built for that, which is fine, but if you want something that lasts, it ain't going to be found in a bio <laughs> on Instagram, and it's definitely not going to be um, something that someone has put together on a, on a, on a PDF or, or whatever. Um, so look to relatability in like a... And get back to that, which is uh, won't be found in a guide and stuff. Yeah. If what people are looking for when they say that someone's relatable is connection... Are you going to find that looking at a PDF? No. No, you're not, you, you're not going to find. Connection is not found unless you are working together one-to-one with somebody. Mm-hmm. Whether that's in a group, you're still... You might be in a group, but working with someone one-to-one. That, that's connection. The, the connection that you get in a group without that one-to-one is... Yeah, it's fine for now, but you know, people. Oh yeah, I love that. It's great. You know, we get we talk about this. Like yeah, that it's fine, but it's it's gone soon. <laughs> so it's about finding that a person that you feel like you can constantly work with and that you enjoy talking to. That's mm. a big one. Because tell you what, if you don't want to go on the calls because you can't be asked yeah, talking it's to just them, dry, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit like oh, so uh, yeah, you gotta find someone you get, get on that with. from the first, wouldn't you? So like. For example, you and I, we both, if we ever get an inquiry, mm. we have a quick call with mm. someone and then if it's the right fit, mm. then it leads to a consultation. Yeah. You'll know within that first call, mm-hmm. hopefully nine times out of ten, yeah. and if not by that second call, oh, that God, you're not, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. by that consultation point, if you're if the consultation that Sasha and I plan for like an hour plus mm. lasts <laughs> ten minutes because the person's like, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, like because they don't want to be there. Yeah then you instantly know that it's not going to be right for it. Luckily, that's never happened. But. Absolutely. And with the first initial call, like the first 15 minutes or whatever, it's like, I can by. usually tell by what they want that, because obviously the first thing is like, what do you need help with and what? why do you think other I specifically can help you? Because it's like, that's a good conversation starter. If it's like, I have a holiday or I'm getting married in a month <laughs> or... Um, I've just stopped doing this or whatever and um, I need to, I need, need is also a, mm. a bit of a red flag of a word. I need to do this. Um, I almost know that I'm not the right person. I said about that yesterday, mm. yesterday earlier the week, uh, uh, Monday on Instagram mm-hmm. about people who say must and should. Mm-hmm. It's like I must be working out three times a week or I, I need should to do this do or I should be doing yeah. that. And it's like, says who? Literally says no one. <laughs> says, says no says, one. Says Instagram, says your head set an expectation and it was it was so funny because off the back of that my client Lindsay who I know shout out listens to this pod because she showed me a screenshot of a topless and mm. podcast um and she said I, I saw that video that you posted the other day mm. and she said I had a word with myself and I thought do you know what this week I need to be more active I need to be doing more steps I want to be aiming mm. for like she said to herself I want to be aiming for like 12,000 a day that's what she said to herself and then mm-hmm. she said she saw that video I posted and she was like I'm being unrealistic. Yeah. Like, I've just said that out of thin air. Like, I should be doing 12,000 a day, which so, is so like... made up number. I already know that what I'm doing is enough, and then if I get to do more on a weekend, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But she said it just caught me in that moment of me saying, oh, I should be doing more, when what would happen is she might not reach it, mm-hmm. highly likely, because mm-hmm. she's got a really busy job. Yeah. Feel like crap, because she's not set the expectation. She's not met her own expectation. Yeah. 
Whereas it's like, wouldn't it be much better to, if you're already seeing the the benefits that mm. you like from what you're doing, mm. why, why do you need to be it? always doing more? And like, it's again, because you might have seen somebody else do it or you think, right, I need to quit, I need to, well, I think, need to double down, I need yeah. to knuckle down on my efforts or whatever. But I think that people think, um, if I do more, so what I'm doing now is great. I'm seeing benefits, whatever. But if I do more, I'll see more benefits. It's not always the case. No, it's not. It's, um, what is it called? Um, uh, inverted U theory, which is like uh, upside down U. Mm-hmm. And if you think of that on a, on a graph and stress is up one side, up mm-hmm. the vertical axis, yeah. and performance, uh, performance is along the... Yeah horizontal axis Mm -hmm. it's like that you it's like right at the beginning not enough stimulus not enough stress Mm -hmm. not enough increase in performance and you get a bit of a meh result go right bang in the middle where it's at the top of that curve and that's your sweet spot that's like optimal amount of stress optimal amount of performance yeah go too far Mm -hmm. and you don't and again you like you think more is better but actually then you you get diminishing returns yeah because it falls off a cliff Exactly. So, so everyone always thinks more is better, but then what happens is like you go, oh, because mm-hmm. then you feel like you failed and you have to go back. So that sweet spot is like the money, mm-hmm. the money shot, really. I was um yeah exactly and talking about that in it was it called inverted U. Inverted U. It's it's a it comes from like sports psychology. Yeah. yeah. I uh, did some clients uh, did some clients <laughs> fucking hell did some sessions with um a family member of my client recently and um. She said to me, because it tends to be the question if you don't work with someone, they're like, well, 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 how many times? It's always how many times. Like, how many times do you do that a week? How many, well, how many, in a month, how many times do you reckon you do that? How many times do you eat out? Mm. How many times do you eat fucking chocolate? Everyone wants the equation. Everyone wants, because they think that they're going to hear a number and they're going to compare it to their number and then they're going to change it to your number in mm-hmm. hope that, that, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is a mess. And she said to me, well, how many, well, how many times do you strength train a week? I said, definitely two. She went, no. <laughs> she went, no. I went, what do you mean no? She went, there's no way. I was like, what do you mean? I said, definitely two. I didn't say two. I said, definitely two yeah. as in minimum two. And uh, one session I'll do stepper for a really long time. Mm. I am weird. I like it. I just like it. I know it's mindless. But I watch a YouTube video on my phone. I get on it, and have a good time. and I have a good time, and I put it on a really slow. I think it's setting five, and um, I don't touch the handles because when I see, I can't. People can't see. I'll just show Jessica. It's like people who are on the people do this. On a treadmill so they do this. They they get the handles behind so them, they're and then they, and then they push like a tricep dip, and they're like hot. I'm like, <laughs> you literally look like Gollum climbing the <laughs> climbing the stairs. And, I just say, and the thing is, they're actually on like a fast speed and they're like going for it. And I'm like, but, but it's only for like five minutes. Yeah, I'm like, you might as well just yeah. slow it right down and actually take your hands off. Yeah, yeah so I, I put my hands actually like behind my back like that and I'm just watching. You, uh, you look really cool. I look like a fucking loser. Um, and <laughs> Watching YouTube like... videos, arms <laughs> behind your back, climbing up a stepper on day five. <laughs> but you know what? The stepper's like near the window. Yeah. So like the sun's shining in if we're lucky. And like, um, I just find it dead relaxing and it's nice to sweat sometimes, you know, you know not, I, not for the reasons people think, but no, it's nice to sweat and have a mean. nice shower. I, um, I, I felt that yesterday because mm. I spent a bit of time on the walk bike mm. at the end of the session. Oh yeah, just chatting I saw to my your friend, notes, but yeah. It was actually really nice. I was, I was actually sweating there because it was yeah. so humid in the gym yes. last night. I literally was like, dripping. <laughs> fast. I was like, what's yeah. going on? But yeah, it is just nice sometimes just to do like, like mm-hmm. those mindless activities which again is really hard for some people yeah. to shift from when everything has to be excite- for a specific reason excitement. as well yeah. excitement like oh i'm doing this because mm-hmm. it's exciting and then to go to mm-hmm. oh no you're doing it because it's mindless yeah like, when do you get to do mindless tasks like it, honestly apart from maybe your job if you hate it yeah like it is mindless but it's mindless when i so the reason i do that and could i change that stepper session for a strength training session yes would it probably be more mm. I don't know, well, what's the word? Fucking, I don't know, beneficial in some way, probably. However, I do that session on a day that's really busy with one-to-ones, where I don't want to think. You don't want to talk to anybody, you just want to literally put your headphones on. I've been lugging weights around all morning. Obviously, I love it, whatever, chatting to clients, 
setting up barbells, moving heavy dumbbells, getting machines ready for five hours. Mm. The last thing I want to do is go in my gym and start lugging weights around. And I, like I said, I do it mindlessly, I get on. And she went, there's no way. There's no way that you're as fit as you are and that's what you do. And I'll go, how do you know how fit I am? Well, you you are. And can you see how Again, this, it's, it's just, like, what? Yeah. It's all perception. Yeah. It's all perception. Well, um, because she has a tendency to go fucking balls... I was going to say balls deep, but it's probably not the right word. out. Balls out, <laughs> and then nothing. And then, but for like three weeks, one week off, three weeks. Well, it's not, you know, that's not the worst thing. But I just think, why do you think, why in that week, why do you stop? What is your reason for stopping? Oh, I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> why? She's also not a very good sleeper. Well, I just get to the point where I just, I just think, oh, and then I almost need that break to start again. And I'm like, why don't you just do less? Like, you think that what I do is nothing, but... I don't have a week off. Mm. I don't need a week off from two strength sessions in a mindless golem up the stairs on my stairmaster. So I don't need a time off. So technically, even though three weeks off, three weeks on, one week off is consistent, I never get to the point where I feel like I need to stop. Yeah. She does. And she has done for 20 years. Yeah. You know, she's in her 40s. And yeah, but that first session back on that first week again, it's like... And I, yeah, and that's what I said to her. I said, in that first session back, is that really hard? She goes, oh my God, I just have to force my... And I'm like, can you see... You're yeah. almost explaining the reason yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. Um, so, is that optimal and whatever what I do? No. Do I do it all the time? Yeah. Do I like it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> the end. Because there's a difference between, I think, as well, you know, when pe- I think you wrote an email about it the other day where it's like, where you, people have to psych themselves up to do a session all the time. Not a place you want to be. No. Occasionally you have to psych yourself up because you're just a bit like... In the winter, meh. I'm a bit like that because it's cold. Yeah, it's miserable, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> but it's like, it's it's a different story if you like, every time mm. you're like... Although... It's difficult because we like exercise. Yeah. And I always think that's our bias is that even the times where we don't necessarily want to exercise, we still do it because we're like, we know the benefits. Yeah. We, we've got like enough of a reference point now yeah. to know it's what's a routine. Appro- yeah. So I, I do, I do want to sort of caveat that with like, I understand that yeah. that's not the same. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Of course we empathize and people will say, you know, Oh, you will love it. You will. You don't know that. No, you might yeah. hate it for, I know I've been training people that still, if I left the country, <laughs> they probably wouldn't train. We know that. We've had the conversation a million times. It's a shame, but it is what it is. Some mm. people just hate it. Also, I've just um, it's raining. Right. It was sunny when I arrived, <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna. I forgot my sunglasses. I'm just having a look. It doesn't look like rain. That's um, that's gonna stay. Gonna stay. The weather at the moment is honestly unpredictable. Don't mind that in. Um, yeah, so you're not, you might not love it. People say, oh yeah, you just got to get into it. You just force yourself and then you, everyone loves it. No, they don't. I know people have been trained for years. They hate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think one of the things that I see as well is people not, again, maybe having enough of a, um, I don't know, a, a, probably reference point, like I said, enough experience in training mm-hmm. or um, someone to consult about what the different sort of feelings should be. So like, should you train today when you're feeling a bit tired and a bit mm-hmm. uh, unmotivated? Mm-hmm. Potentially, because it could just be that your head's just not in the right place. It could be the perfect thing to help you turn that day around, whatever. Mm-hmm. Should you be training when you're super sore, um, like feeling like you've got no energy because all your meals have been rushed that day, whatever it might, whatever. Mm-hmm. Probably not. No. Actually, maybe a walk would be really better if you've had yeah, a really yeah. stressful day at work. But that takes experience and maybe consultation with somebody else yes. to find those sort of sweet spots. I yeah. saw someone put up a post the other day saying like, um, uh, I should have been arrested today, but pushing through it for tagged ex-coach or whatever. And it's like, could have been just pushing through it or it could have been like, <laughs> should have been arrested. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but but that's the signalling thing. It's like they people want their coaches to be impressed with them. Yeah, we said sometimes. This yeah, yeah, you, which you, is not. It, it wasn't until you kind of you said this to me mm. a lot when we first started chatting, mm. which was like about the the tagging thing. And I and mm. I I love my clients tagging yeah. me in stories because I always think 
it's yeah, of course, it's lovely my, to yeah, see what they're do. up to. Mm-hmm. But in the same time, if someone's doing it because they're again, like you said, that instance of like they just um, they only did it they only did it so that they could tag the coach yeah. to prove that they were there. Yeah. It's like is that accountability or mm. is that you just want a gold star? Yeah, please pat yeah. me on the head. Different, isn't it? Yeah, of course. No, of course it's different and. I would personally just never want people to be doing things just because... Just for you. Just for me. Just for because you, it's not for you. It's for, it's for them, right? Yeah. So it's like if you're just doing it for your coach's approval and you want, like, the mm. acknowledgement... But then that, I guess, that comes from the aspirational. Yeah, it's so hard. It is hard. And I know some, Jess and I obviously chat about this stuff, but sometimes it is... It, we never really come to, like, a conclusion, like... This is why. This is basically me and Sasha talking, <laughs> and you, uh, you guys are all just joining us from your car or on your walk <laughs> or in your gym session, and we hope you enjoy it and you l- just smile along to yourself. <laughs> agreeing. I know Sasha's mum basically interjects and even talks along. Yeah, my mum says sometimes she's listening and she just thinks, "Oh God, I wish I was on it just so I could." I've say got that. a point. <laughs> I've got a point actually. Um, so yeah, I guess we can wind wind it wind it down now, can't we? Wind it, um, down. wind it wind it down um so yeah relatability figure out why if you if you ever catch yourself saying like i am i feel oh you feel relatable which is why i want to work with you why what part of their existence and you know when people say i just to? do it's not good enough no you need, you need to have a better answer <laughs> i just do do you admire them do you want to be able is it something to do with looks and that might be quite hard to admit, but if it is, why? If that person has a body that you aspire to have, do you think that if you do what they do, then you might get that because that won't happen? But I, um, I always think people always go, oh, no, of course I don't think that. You do. <laughs> yeah. You, you might do. Deep, deep down. Deep, um, deep, deep, deep down. Absolutely. Um, or do you find, do you think, like, uh, I've got clients that, I work with that just say oh I just I feel like we'd get on and I and like and I see I actually, what your values are I actually yeah, quite that, like that because yeah, I'm like yeah, that, I agree I probably do think right. we probably would get along yeah. yeah yeah I've got clients that um were new and within two weeks I felt like I've been working with them for ages yeah but I, and I think that's one of the great things about mm. social media is it does allow people to Almost, almost like vet you yeah. before they get to know you, yeah. which sounds a bit weird, but it is in the sense where yeah. they can go, oh yeah, like I also like that, or I yeah. that's quite funny that yeah that, that actually that situation reminds me of yeah. like, it just similar to when you meet somebody and you get along yeah. like you need gel over certain exactly things. so that relatability comes from oh you just seem normal like yeah, a normal person like, yeah. when some people who have loads of followers and um, sell these bloody things and do appearances and all that it's like they. That people might be inspired by them, but they don't seem like a normal person. Yeah. Because normal people don't do that. Mm-hmm. Normal people live, and then this stuff is just there. Um, so I guess, yeah. I guess it's what do you want from it? Do you want to become like a fitness person through and through, and you and you aspire for that lifestyle? Yes. Jess and I probably aren't the people for you. Do you want to do fitness? as just a, a part of your life but continue doing what you're doing and you just think that it will probably enhance it which it probably will okay then yeah mm. but just know that the latter is probably more sustain- more sustainable yeah <laughs> because the former kind of comes from like a don't really know what's going on don't really know who I am don't have any hobbies I know I'll become I'll become <laughs> I am going to be you <laughs> I'm going to buy all the same clothes. (laughs) What workout did you do? I'm going to do it. Um, So, yeah, relatability. Understandable. Some parts of it, great. Mm. A small part of it, that maybe if that's your reason for doing something, then maybe you should rethink it. Mm -hmm. Because if someone eats loads of junk food, and if someone looks great and then eats loads of shit and goes partying and you think, oh it is possible and this person can show me the way eh, eh. like a, like a really oh, good buzzer noise. thanks i honestly appreciate that <laughs> um like my the thing me and Jess hate which is like i can teach you to uh, be in the best shape of your life without uh, cutting out 
And then that beer emoji. It's like, that's really specific and really random. <laughs> but from a marketing point of view, they, yeah. all, they all have been taught like that's so specific. And it, it will attract yeah. that type of person who loves a beer, who's like, I don't want to give up beer. Yeah. It will 100%. But like we said, it reinforces mm-hmm. um, behaviours that mm. aren't necessarily aligned with health. Yeah. Do you want a coach that's basically saying to you... Um, carry on doing what you're doing even though they know mm-hmm. that it's not good for your overall improvement in health yeah just to pacify your feelings and, and just and just i don't know make you a client get yeah, your money whatever absolutely and just it, remember that that's probably what they're doing mm. because guess who else loves a beer me jess oh uh, yeah i love a gin me okay jess likes gin i personally don't like gin, but I like beer and wine. Gin makes a bit crazy. But imagine if I used the fact... Imagine if I used the fact that I liked beer and wine as a, as a marketing ploy. Do you mean... What would your... your right, no. <laughs> Sasha's would be... Sasha's, no. No, Sasha's would be... No. Um, Sasha's would be something like... <laughs> I can get you fit and healthy while still eating chocolate from the freezer. No. <laughs> That's a niche. That is a niche. Tell you what, there'll be some people out there. Um, I feel like you don't have like a, a food I, thing that's quite. No, no. I, I do love pizza though. I do love a pizza. I love pizza too. Pizza's a good go to. Um, I, I can. Oh, like, pizza can, emoji. You've got pizza oh, emoji. Yeah. I can get you fit, healthy, and lean while still eating pizza. Dim sum. Dim, oh, I love dim sum. Dim sum. Again, these are people, you know, right, just as a little before we go. The reason people do this is because these uh, mentors that are now famous on Instagram... The mentors who are marketeers. The marketeer, marketeer mentors. And I've never had one, but Jess okay. has had one, so she's enlightened me to this stuff. They will t- tell you that if you create a really specific niche and market your uh, business to that niche, people will see you and think, oh, that's exactly that's what I, exactly what I need. There you go. However... Which is fine. I'm sure it works for hundreds and thousands, maybe people. However, you're also cutting yourself off to people that you could definitely help in a way. So if you want to have a niche, that's fine. But from a client point of view as well, you're also cutting yourself off from um, exploring what fitness actually could mean to mm-hmm. you and, and evolving as a person. Because basically what you're saying by going with that person is... I'm not willing to change that one behaviour. Yeah. Whereas actually a coach should challenge you, and you yeah. on the behaviours that aren't serving you. I've had many, many chats like that. But they should, a coach, a, a coach shouldn't make you change things. No. But a coach should challenge you on the things that they see aren't helping you improve mm-hmm. your overall health. But some people, you do get people that are very stubborn and, and they think it's not worth it to cut, to cut that out. And I believe, yeah, of course, I don't think anyone should have to cut out something entirely unless it's let's just use alcohol as an example if someone's drinking to the point where it's affecting every single aspect of their every day for example so obviously not sleeping exercise is pretty pointless yeah work work performance relationships going down the shitter um feeling ill all the time regularly binge drinking digestive system shot yeah like to the point where it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Probably also out of our expertise. But, yeah, for, for us as a coach to go, but we did say, yeah. you can still Hold enjoy on. the wine. However, are you getting leaner? Yeah, don't matter then, because you were sick, so all that food's come back up. Um, but that's probably where it's like intervention time. Mm-hmm. And so, But some people are just like, you know what, I, I'm not giving it up. It's like, well, fine, but I think that you've told me that you want this and this is probably now since we've gone over everything else the one thing that's holding you back so if you aren't willing to nudge that at all then no. why am I here this is and this is it that's um I wrote an email about it today about fixed mindset mm. and that is fixed mindset people who um pay for consultative services mm-hmm. like having a coach yeah but then don't take the feedback on board yeah and it's really easy to um skim over that and go yeah I'll listen to you about the exercise I'll listen to you about sleep i'll listen to you about diet but i'm not giving up alcohol it's like you're already setting your stall out that you're not willing to make any changes whatsoever mm-hmm. and it's like as coaches like sasha and i definitely believe that we shouldn't be telling you you should or you shouldn't be doing no. that that's not our job 
But if we're there giving you sort of guidance and support and giving you that conversation around, okay, can you see how maybe doing that mm. is impacting this? Yeah, do you know what? And also I've noticed that when I do that, this happens. Okay, cool. So we're allowing you that space to come to your own conclusions and in turn build your own awareness of, yeah. okay, well, what would like life be like if I was willing to change yeah. that? Because be then that different. opens a possibility. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, We've not done the Are We Still Here segment. No, but I've just, um, Andreas, if you're listening to this, just done a funny Simpsons meme. Let's do, <laughs> is, this, is this Andreas's meme? Should we do Andreas's, um, as Are We Still Here? Yeah. You do it then. So, if there's two things in this world that I love. It's a meme. It's a meme and it's the Simpsons. Because do you know what I actually find this really strange is that I was obsessed with Simpsons growing up and you also love them. Simpsons, I feel like it's one of those things that we said that we're weirdly aligned on. Absolutely, and there's two kinds of people in this world. <laughs> those who like Simpsons and those who need to get a bit to get a fucking life. <laughs> um, Simpsons is great. Anyway, he's put um, there's Homer Simpson in his uh, work lab in the, power plant. in the power plant, and he and Homer Simpson looks oblivious to the man behind him who is uh, running around in a room that's on fire. In a hazmat suit. In a hazmat suit. And on that it says, the, the person who's on fire running around says, your relationship with food, sleep, quality, alcohol, intake and daily movement, which is funny because we've just been talking about that. And Homer has just opened a book and it says, your new low-calorie meal plan a weekly hit class. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great meme. That's when, see, when Andreas contacted me, because we've been chatting for ages actually before, I was just thinking, yeah, mate, Let's aligned, aligned, we're aligned. in, we're, aligned. So, we're so aligned. Um, so this week's pod has been brought to you by Andreas's memes once again. And so thanks Andreas, for the contribution. Honestly, he's just the meme king. But yeah, um, people ignore all those things. In fact, um, this is interesting, just linking to this. My client said to me the other day that she's recently um, actually been getting more sleep. Like she's genuinely been doing it, which is great. <laughs> And she said to me, she was like, Sash, she goes, I'll admit, people have been preaching about getting more sleep for years. Everyone talks about it. Everyone says how amazing it is. And she goes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it. She's like, there's no way that an hour to two hours more sleep is going to impact my day. She was like, I would never, I would literally, people say it to me and I'd be like, yeah, cool story. Like, I'm like, it, I don't, I, I'm not having it. She said, Shame. I'll eat my words. She said, because I've, uh, she said, for the last week, I've made an effort and I've been going to sleep maybe uh, 90 minutes earlier, I think. And she goes, um, I feel like a completely different person. And she goes, and that annoys me. <laughs> yeah, that she's wasted all that So time. that's linking to Are We Still Here and Andreas's amazing Simpsons meme. It's these things that we preach about. There's a reason that we preach, well, not preach, but there's a reason we talk about them a lot. And there's a reason that people don't do them. It's because they think that it can't possibly be that yeah. simple. Yeah, yeah, Which sometimes it isn't, of people, course. However... Yeah. If you're not doing it, how will you ever know? Try them first, because they are the easiest ones. They are. There's a reason we talk about them, because they're the low-hanging fruit. It, it's, it's not hard. Yeah. There are plenty of things that are really difficult, like figuring out where your relationship with food came from and figuring out why you do certain things when it comes to, like... Um, well, usually food stuff or being obsessed with exercise just to burn calories. Like, that's hard to get through. Yeah. This stuff is easy. It is foolproof. All it takes is some intention. There's a reason we talk about it. That It's not because we think it's, like, trendy. It's not because... Um, we haven't got anything else to we, say. <laughs> we haven't got anything else to say. It's because people who don't do it and are aware of it, when they do do it, they're always like... Oh uh, yeah, fuck's sake. Yeah, it's yeah. like people. I've seen funny videos of people that have like anxiety and like minor depression, and their doc. I know doctors have a bit of a bad rep at the moment. Can you believe it? But they say, have you have you tried walking in the sunshine in like the woods or something? And they're like, oh ha ha, very funny. Like as if that's gonna. And then they're like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not saying that I'm recommending yeah, yeah, that yeah. medical professional, but they say. When the easy things work, it can be frustrating because you no longer have something to blame it on. Mm. It might just be that. Yeah. And it might not be, but have you tried it? Yeah. And, it, and, and the trying part isn't always as, e as easy as we know as well. Like, um, But 
that's why having a coach to break down the steps to get you to that place mm-hmm. is essential for a lot of people because mm-hmm. like, like us saying go drink more water mm-hmm. like someone will go yeah i can do that but then them actually doing it like you said bridging the gap mm-hmm. between intention and action is so yeah. key i think we did a it's, pod about this the other week yeah it's so key so like break it down step by step if mm-hmm. your intention is to drink more water today what do you, what's your action you need to do yeah like i'm here today i've literally drove uh, over this morning <laughs> Sasha laughed at me because the first thing I did is got my absolute ginormous water bottle out because I've not been drinking any water yeah. whereas actually I would tell you that I wouldn't have drank as much today if I had not brought it with me not had it. so, so yeah. make it happen make it happen right guys that was episode 52 we have officially done this every week without fail for one year um, I'll admit it's not been that hard we kind of just did it because yeah, but you say that, but then but intention action, it could have easily yeah. just not happened. Yeah, because this, what's the t- statistic? 90% of podcasts don't last after three. Is that right? Uh, yeah, something like, is it like three or six episodes. I think episodes, it's three or it? six episodes and we've done 52. Um, mm. So yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here for a year. Come um, back to us on that question. What come, do you yeah. find relatable? What you fi- why do you find fitness people on Instagram relatable and what are the reasons for that? Um mm. We would love to hear your thoughts and thanks for listening. And I need a wee, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.